here trying to help you. I'm here to give you what it took me 30, 30 years in ministry to get. That's going to be our message for today. Just that one verse. Galatia chapter number 3 and verse number 11. We're going to read one verse. Galatia 3, 11. All right. Galatia chapter 3. It said, but that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. No man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evidence. Why? Because the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Amen. Now that's going to be what we want to talk about today. The just shall live by faith. All right. Now when we say the just shall live by faith, then we got to clarify because we have, and we're going to show you in God's word, this is part one, volume number three, understanding God's vision, the just shall live by faith. But we want to show you something because faith, for I'm concerned, is one of the most misunderstood teachings in the Bible, and yet this is how we live. So please understand the day that I want to clarify some things because we're going to go back and show you how we got here because understanding God's vision, we already talked about the vision. So let's go back and show you the vision. God gave the vision to the Apostle Paul, Acts chapter 22. He gave that vision to the Apostle Paul. From the book of Acts, uh, chapter number 22, we're going to show you that he gave the vision to Paul. We're just going to look at verse 14 and 15 because we're just going to rush through this because we gave this to you before, all right? So Acts chapter 22 and verse 14, this is what Ananias said to Paul back in Acts chapter 9. He just repeated it. He says, and Ananias said, the God of our fathers has chosen you, Paul, that thou should know his will. Now, to know his will is talking about his vision. All right, know his will, see that just one, and should hear the voice of his mouth. For thou shalt be his witness unto all men of what thou hast seen and heard. All right? Now, God gave the vision to the Apostle Paul. That's the second thing. Now, why would this message be so prevalent now? Why? Why, why does it fit? How does it fit into the vision? Well, let's go back in volume number two we just talked about. The Apostle Paul prayed for the church. Now, we talked about this. All this is already on your podcast. The Apostle Paul prayed for the church. Now, we know we closed out volume one. The church prayed for the Apostle Paul, right? Because that was talking about prayer. That's how we started this out. Now, we went into part three and part four under volume two, pray that all men would be saved. And we gave you that in 1 Timothy uh, chapter two. Let's go there. We're going to just read that one verse for you. 1 Timothy chapter 2, start with verse 1. Told you to pray that all men will be saved. See, all of these things now is on your podcast. 1 Timothy chapter 2 uh, and verse number, 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse number 1. This is what God says to Timothy. I exhort therefore that first of all, supplication, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Then he says, for kings and for all that's in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Here it is, who would have all men to be saved? But it didn't stop there. Who would have all men to be saved, comma, and to come to the knowledge of the truth. So he told you how to be saved. You have to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now I'm showing you how we got to our teaching today, the just shall live by faith. All right? Now, uh, the next thing we talked about in volume number 2, part 5 and 6, uh, in Galatians chapter 2 and verse 15. Let's go back to Galatians 2. See, this is what you have to do to know how, how I got my message. See, the Holy Ghost give you the message, but if he's giving you the message, it's always like a puzzle. It's going to fit right in, you know? There's not going to be something off the wall over there somewhere. 
So Galatians chapter 2 and verse 15, we're going to start reading with verse 14. Galatians 2, 14. But what I say that, I'm sorry, but when I saw that, now what did, what did Paul see? He said, but when I saw that, they walked not upright according to the truth of the gospel. So we know what we talked about. We talked about the truth of the gospel. They walk not according to the truth of the gospel. All right. And I said to Peter before them all, if you being a Jew live after the manner of Gentiles and not as a Jew, why, come, why are you compelled us that the Gentile live like the Jews? So he's telling them how to live now. Now, what are we talking about once again? How to live. All right. How to live. The just shall live by faith. That's what he's talking about. Now, he's talking about in verse 14, but when I saw that they walked not upright according to the truth of the gospel, I said to Peter before them all, if thou being a Jew, you live it after the man of the Gentiles and not after the man of the Jews, why are you compelling that the Gentiles now live like the Jews? So that's why my message is a just shall live by faith. All right, then he's going to go into verse 15. We who are Jews by nature and not sinners of the Gentiles, here it is. Knowing that a man is not justified, that word justified means made righteous. He's not made righteous by the works of the law, but he made righteous, watch this, by the faith of Jesus Christ. So that's how we got to our message today, the just shall live by faith. All right? The faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified, that made righteous. Here it is. Here's how you're made righteous. By the faith of Christ. Not by the works of the law, for by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. All right. Now that's where we were last week. We got that on podcast. So you can go to podcast and you can be able to get that message because it was talking about uh, the truth of the gospel. What is the truth of the gospel? Now, that brings us into the next part because we know what the truth of the gospel is, that a man is not justified by the works of the law. A man is justified by faith. So since a man is justified by faith, that brings us to today's message, the just shall live by faith. You got that? All right. Now, that's how we got to today's message. The just shall live by faith. Now, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, Go into this because I want to show you something. Uh, in Galatians chapter number 3 and verse 6, let's go to that first. Galatians 3, 6, 9. Galatia, we usually stop at verse number 5. Always we'll read the first five verses of Galatia. You know, he talked to them people in Galatia. Oh, foolish Galatia, who has been with you? That you did not obey the truth. Who evidently Jesus Christ has been crucified. You saw him. All right. But I'm going to go to verse 6 now. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 6. He said, now even as Abraham, watch what Abraham did, one thing. Abraham believed God, that's all he did. And it was counter him for righteousness. All right, so we want to look at this real good. We're setting the, setting the stage. Abraham believed God. What it is to believe God, that's your faith. And his faith was counted for righteousness. Abraham believed God, that's his faith. And his faith was counted for righteousness. All right? Now, it says in verse 7, Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. All right? Now, in verse number 8, the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen, watch this, through faith. Now, that verse through faith is very important. God would justify the heathen through faith. He didn't say he'd justify the Jews through faith. Now, Pastor, what am I mean? That's why you got to set the stage. Now, I want you to write that down because I'm going to come right back to it. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 8. Write that down because I want you to go down to Romans chapter 3 and verse 30. Romans chapter 3 and verse 30, and we'll come right back here because I want to show you something. Because this is how you're able to study the word. You got to be able to study the word. You got to know what God means when God is saying things. 
So Romans chapter 3, I only want to see one verse. That's verse 30. Seeing, can you see it? Seeing it is one God which shall justify, watch this, the circumcision. Now we know Peter was the apostle to the circumcision. Circumcision were Jews. So God already put it in his word that he would justify the circumcision by faith. So you got to make sure you can see this now. He would justify the circumcision how? By faith. Then that same verse says he, he also would justify the uncircumcision through faith. Now you got to be able to put that in your spirit because that's how you understand the new covenant. Let me say it again. God justified the circumcision, the Jews, by faith. God justified the Gentiles through faith. Now, the message that I have for today is Paul is speaking to Peter and go back to, go back to it again. We're going to go back to Galatia. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 8. That's why we're going to pick it up there. Because when I get down to verse 11, you're going to see that subject. And Galatians chapter 3 and verse 8 says, And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify, justify the heathen through faith preached the gospel to Abraham, saying, In thee shall all nations of the earth be blessed. So then they which are be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Now, for as many as are of the works of the law under the curse, for it's written, Curses everyone that continues not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. Here it is, it's evidence. Why? Because the just, that word for means because of, because the just shall live by faith. Now we got to understand what is he talking about? Why is he saying that? And then in verse 12, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Now, you can, if you can hear that, you can hear Paul talking to the Jewish believer. Because we know that God did not uh, deliver Gentiles from the curse of the law. We were never under the law. So you have to be able to hear him speaking by faith to the Jewish believer. He says, the just shall live by faith. He's talking to the Jewish believer right now. Then he said, the law is not of faith, but the man that doeth them shall live in them. Now, you can't preach the law to, to me because I was never under the law. Then in verse 13, Christ has redeemed us, us Jews. God redeemed the Jews from the curse of the law. How did he do it? Being made a curse for us, Jews. Because it was written, curses everyone that hangeth on the tree. That was back in Deuteronomy 27 and 11 through 26. You had all the 12 curses. Now, that was Deuteronomy 27, 11 through 26. You read that, you'll see there were 12 curses. There were 12 curses and 12 blessings. So God redeemed us, talking about the Jews, from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us was written, curses everyone that hangeth on the tree. So when Jesus died on the cross, it was called the hanging on the tree. Died on the cross. Why did he die on the cross? Now we're going to get to us as Gentiles at that time. Why did he die on the cross? That the blessings of Abraham. See, you have to hear both. You have to hear both. First of all, verse 13 again, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us as written curses everyone that hangs on the tree. So Christ died on the cross first to redeem Israel from the curse of the law. Then in verse number 14, second why he died on the cross, that the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. So what are the blessings of Abraham? The blessings of Abraham is God's righteousness. All right? So he died to redeem Israel from the curse of the law. He also died that the blessing of Abraham may come on the Gentiles. Watch how the blessings of Abraham, God's righteousness, will come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. Through Jesus Christ. 
that we might receive the Holy Spirit or the promise of the Spirit, watch this, through faith. Now, here are people still teaching you you can get the Holy Ghost by water baptism. See, that knocks that down right there because you can't get the Holy Ghost by water baptism. Listen to what it says again. In verse number 14, that the blessing of Abraham, God righteousness, might come on the Gentile through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit, here it is, through faith. All right? Now, that's why I told you you got to understand Romans chapter 3 and verse 30, because to the, to the circumcision Jews, their covenant was by faith. To the Gentiles, their covenant, we were, that's who we were, Gentiles, their covenant was through faith. Now, what do that mean? Because if you don't know what it means by faith and through faith, you won't know the difference in faith. That's why people preach faith, and I, if you listen, you, can, you know that a lot of them don't know what they're talking about because you got to be able to have the spirit of discernment to, to preach faith because faith has been revealed. All right, let me show you that. You right there in Galatia. I'm going to show you that. See, faith, faith had to be revealed. All right, now, let's go to Galatia. Uh, we, we go, we, we're in Galatia, so we can, we can take this down uh, a little further. We're in the book of Galatia, so let's go down to verse 23. Galatia. We're going to just pick it up. Galatia chapter 3 and verse number 23. But before faith came, we're going to cover this third chapter here, but I want to show you something. Before faith came, I go back to verse 19. I won't break it up because I'm going to have to do it anyway. Back up to verse 19. Galatia chapter 3 and verse 19. Wherefore then serve the law. So this is what Paul's saying to the Jewish believer. Remember, you didn't serve the law. So he's talking to the Jewish believer. Wherefore then serve the law. It was added because of transgression till the seed shall come. Remember, the seed is Christ. Till the seed shall come to whom the promise was made. That's why God had to give the Holy Ghost to Christ first, and then he could give the Holy Ghost to us. That's what it meant, all right? And it was ordained by, the, by an angel in the hands of a mediator. Now, a mediator is not a mediator one, but God is one. It is the law then against the promise of God, promises, yes, promises of God. God forbid, for if there had been a law given, watch what it says. If there had been a law given, which could have given life. Now, watch what he says. Verily righteousness. Now, what is the King James teaching you? He's teaching you the life is the righteousness. They're interchangeable. So he's saying, is the law then against the promise of God? God forbid. For if there could have been a law given which could have given life or righteousness should have been by the law. So he's showing you if you got righteousness, you got life. All right? So when I read this out of the NLT, you're going to be able to hear that because I'm going to go back and read the same thing out of the NLT. Just a moment. Now watch what it says. In verse number 22. But the scripture has concluded. We're in Galatians 3.22. Read out the King James Version. But the scripture has concluded all understand that the promise, watch this, by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. Now, remember, our covenant, all you have to do is what? Believe. Now, I'm going to show you the difference in the two faith. There is a faith that you got to work, and then there's a faith that's already been given. And all you have to do is believe. All right? Now, there's a faith you got to confess. That's different from, from this faith. And I'm going to show you, when you got to confess faith for the work and believe for the work, that is by faith. 
That's not how God saved us. He saved us through faith. And when I show you the difference, when I go to Hebrew 11, I'm going to show you the difference. Through faith, you only can receive. By faith, you have to do. That makes by faith work. And if it work, it's not grace. All right, just keep that in mind. So in Galatians chapter 3, verse 21 again, is the law then against the promises of God? God forbid, for if there had been a law given which could have given life, verily righteousness should have been by the law. But the scripture has concluded all under sin that the, that the promise by faith, remember the word promise means the Holy Spirit, the promise the Holy Spirit by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. But he's going to keep going in verse 23. But before faith came. Now he's talking to the Jewish believer. Before faith came, we were kept under the law. Now you know it wasn't Gentile, so you know he's talking to Jews. Before faith came, we were kept under the law. Shut up until the faith which should afterward be what? Revealed. All right, now that's bring you to another part. Because the faith we have had to be revealed. Come on, say it with me. The faith that we have had to be what? Revealed. How is it revealed? Paul is going to tell us the faith we have had to be revealed. It's not our confession of faith, our belief in our heart. No, he's talking about the word of God. Let me say it again. The faith that Paul's talking about had to be revealed is the word of truth. All right, don't forget that. Jot that down. He's not talking about you confessing and believing to get something done. He's talking about his doctrine. He's talking about his new covenant. He's talking about his vision. See, his vision... It's God's righteousness. It's God's faith. That's why when it's, it's, it's Christ, see? So when he preached Christ, he preached life. He preached Christ, he preached righteousness. That's all those are the same thing. But look at verse number 23 again. He said, Galatians 3.23. But before faith came, we were kept under law, shut up unto the faith which should afterward be Reveal. Now, I'm going to have you to put a pen right there because I'm getting ready to go over to Romans 1, and I'm going to read verse 15 through 18. I'll be back. Put something there. We're going to go to Romans chapter 1. Talking about the faith which should afterward be revealed. Now, watch this. Paul's message was revealed. Romans chapter 1 and verse 15. Romans chapter 1 and verse 15. Watch what it says. So as much as in me is, I'm ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. There he called his message the gospel of Christ. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God on the salvation to everyone that believe it, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Therein is the righteousness of God, watch this, revealed. Well, what is revealed? When you preach Christ, what is revealed? His faith, his righteousness is revealed. You can't get God's righteousness and God's faith unless you preach Christ. Let me say that again. You cannot get God's righteousness. You can't get God's faith unless the gospel of Christ is preached. When you preach Christ, it reveals God's righteousness. When you preach Christ, it reveals God's faith. You can't get it unless it's revealed. All right, let me, let me show you that again. Romans 1.16, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It's the power of God and the salvation 
to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Therein is the righteousness of God revealed. We know Christ is the righteousness of God. We know faith is God's righteousness. Where it's revealed when you preach Christ or the gospel of Christ. It's revealed from faith to faith and it's written, here it is, the just shall live by faith. Now the just means those are justified. He's telling them how they're going to live now. Now that's a very important reason why they're going to live because when I tell you and show you the setting, then you're going to be able to see it. I'm going to get there. Now, here it is coming up, verse 18. For the wrath of God. Now, this is something that people think that's going on now. Good morning, door faith. Good morning, body Christ. Praise God. You got a lot of people thinking that because we have a plague, a pandemic, a virus, then this is the wrath of God. And that means that the Lord is soon to come. They say they put all that together. You're being misled. You need to continue to listen to this teaching that's coming on from the Door of Faith Christian Church, Pastor Crump, okay? Because that's not true, okay? You're not in the days of the Bible. Whenever the Lord tell me, I'll do it, but, you, you know, it's not that I don't know, okay? Because I already taught the book of Revelation. I taught the book of Genesis. That this stuff that you're hearing now, it's not the coming of the Lord. It's not the book of Revelation. It's not all that stuff. That stuff already happened, and it happened to the Jewish believer. That's why Paul was waiting for the coming of the Lord. Peter was waiting for the coming of the Lord. All those guys waiting for the coming of the Lord. Matter of fact, if you can't get that one, read Revelation chapter 1, and it says, Every eye shall see him, uh, and they that pierce him. Let me find that verse for you. You know, I hate to say things and don't show, you the, show it to you in the book. See, that's what you got to understand. All that stuff has happened, and it's messing with folks' mind because, you know, they are hearing people tell them that you need to get from under there. On that teaching, Revelation chapter 1 and verse number 7. Can you put that on the screen for us? I know I'm taking you through a lot of stuff. But Revelation 1 and 7, watch what it says. Behold, he cometh with clouds. Now, this is what, what, what during, the, during that time, they was waiting on the coming of the Lord. But watch John. Now, remember, John is on the island of Patmos. Remember, this is 2,000 years ago, church. This is not something happening today. The Bible is a finished book. Behold, he coming with clouds 2,000 years ago. Every eye shall see him. Now, where was he coming to? If you study the word of God, he was coming right back to Jerusalem where he left. You know that in the book of Acts chapter 1, where the angel told them this same Jesus who you saw leave will so come in like manner. He came right back to the mount that he rose from. All right? That's, that's the thing. He wasn't talking to you. Verse 7, Behold, he coming with cloud. Every eye shall see him. Every eye. Guess who else will see him? They also which pierced him. Now, if, if, you, are, if, you, are, if you got the spirit of Christ, if you, you got the spirit of honesty, if you got the spirit of Christ, you got the spirit of truth. You, it's nowhere in the world you can be a habitual liar and got the spirit of truth. That's, that's how. You got the spirit of the devil. All right. Behold, he come with cloud. Every eye shall see him. They also which pierced him. Now, who pierced him? The Roman soldiers. And all kindred. The word kindred means tribes. Well, how many tribes were there? Twelve. All twelve tribes shall see him. They are called the tribes of the earth. They shall see him. They shall well because of him, even so, amen. So you got to understand. If you understand the Bible, you know stuff like that is not right, okay? So once again, the just shall live by faith. Now let's go back to Galatia. Let's go back to Galatia. We're in chapter 3, and we'll read in verse 23. 
Galatians chapter 3 and verse 23. Because he's told you faith has to be revealed. How is faith revealed? See, that's Romans 1.17. So when the gospel of Christ is preached, faith is revealed. Righteousness is revealed. All right, now. But if you're not hearing the gospel of Christ, how is faith going to be revealed? All right, now. Galatians chapter number 3, verse 23. But before faith came, we were kept under the law, shut up unto the faith which should after be revealed. Wherefore the law was our schoolmaster, the purpose of the law, to bring us to Christ. What was the purpose of the law? To bring Israel to Christ. That was the purpose of the law. The law was their schoolmaster to bring them to Christ that we might be justified by faith. So he's talking to the Jewish believer. Bring them to Christ so they can be justified by faith. The Jewish believer. And then they're going to tell you in verse 26. Verse 25, I'm sorry. Verse 25. But after that faith is come, 2,000 years ago, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. 2,000 years ago. Now we are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. How were they saved? They were children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Now remember, those guys been water baptized by John the Baptist, but that's not how they were saved. The law was bringing them to Christ. Water baptism brought them to Christ. That's all it did. Circumcision brought them to Christ. All that stuff they were doing was bringing them to Christ. The law was their schoolmaster to bring them to Christ. But then it says in verse number 26, we are the children of God by faith in Jesus Christ. So it doesn't matter who you are, you can only be saved by faith in Jesus Christ, not today by faith, then by faith. Now it's through faith. Now that's what people got to understand. We don't have by faith no more. We only got through faith. To the Jews, it was by faith. To the Gentiles, it's through faith. That's Romans 3.30. Well, they already, covenant has ended. Now you can only be saved through faith. All right, now watch what it says. Verse 27, for as many of you have been baptized into Christ, talking about by the Holy Spirit, you have put on Christ. Therefore, there's neither now Jew or Greek, there's neither bond or free, there's neither male nor female, you're all now one in Christ. And if you be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed and you're heirs according to the promise. All right, now that's how God made us one, Jews and Gentiles. The Old Testament was the Jewish covenant by faith, the new covenant is through faith. All right, that's why we have a new covenant, which is through faith. All right, now what I like to do today, I like to move, move on because I got a lot I got to show you uh, in, in this teaching. Let's go to Matthew chapter 3 so we can set the stage. Matthew, the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter number 3. So we go to Matthew 3, we're going to be able to, we're going we to just read that down to 12 verses because I need you to see this. Why, why was Paul telling them the just shall live by faith? So you got to understand, why was he telling them that? Because John the Baptist had already told them what he was speaking of, and what he was speaking of is what Habakkuk has spoken of. So we're going to do, do Matthew chapter 3, and then we're going to go back to Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1 through 4, shall we? All right, Matthew 3, verse 1. In the days, in those days came John the Baptist, Watch what he was doing. Preaching in the wilderness of Judea. Watch what his message was. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now why is he saying repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand? Because the law had ended. That's Luke 16, 16. Hold your finger right there. One verse. Luke 16, 16. The law had ended. Because the law had ended, John the Baptist came saying to Israel, now you got to repent 
Repent means you got to change your mind, change the way you're thinking. You, you, you can't be saved anymore by the law. You can't be saved anymore by the law. Jesus is coming and he's not going to be preaching to you the law. He's going to fulfill the law, but he's going to be preaching you the gospel of the kingdom. So you got to repent. You got to change your mind. That's what was happening when Paul came on the scene. Now you got to leave the by faith. You got to go to the through faith. See, that's what you, you got to be able to see it. All right. Now, Luke chapter 16, verse 16, just one verse. The law and the prophet were unto John. Luke 16, 16. The law and the prophet were unto John. Since that time, the kingdom of God is preached and every man presses into it. So when John came, Jesus' ministry began. Let's go back to Matthew 3. And his message was, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It was time for Jesus' ministry to begin. So you're not going to have to be trying to keep the law. See, that's why they crucified Christ. Because they thought that he broke the law. That's what they was trying to catch him. But he came to fulfill the law. And he did by obeying the law. Now, Matthew chapter 3 and verse 3 says, And this is he that was spoken by his prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. And that same John had his raiment of camel's hair, leather girdle, about his loins. His meat was locusts and wild honey. Then went out to him Jerusalem, watch this, and all Judea, and all the regions around Jordan. So you know where they were in the Middle East, right? Jerusalem, Judea. And they were baptized of him in Jordan, watch what they were doing, confessing their sin. That means they were still under the law. To confess your sins today to be saved is under the law. And verse 6 says, and were baptized of him confessing their sin. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come to his baptism, John's baptism, he said to them, O generation of vipers, who has warned you to flee Watch this, from the wrath to come. Now, how did he know that once he come and preach the gospel of the kingdom and tell Israel, the next verse, bring forth therefore fruit for repentance. Well, what was a fruit for repentance? Baptism. So they were being baptized because wrath was coming. How did they know that? Let's go back and show you in Habakkuk. That's why I told you we're going to go back there. Habakkuk told them that the wrath was coming. Habakkuk chapter 2, we're going to look at the first four verses. We're still going to stay in the King James. Habakkuk chapter 2. See, the wrath of God was coming. And this is how they're going to be saved. If this is how they're going to live. The just shall live by faith. Watch what it says. I will stand upon my watch. We in Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 1. I will stand upon my watch. I will set me upon the tower. And I'm going to watch to see what he will say to me and what I shall answer when I'm reproved. So here comes the preacher. He went up on his tower. He prayed to the Lord about the situation of his day. And the Lord is going to give him the answer. The vision, I want you to be able to say this, the vision is the answer. The vision is the answer. So when you preach Christ, you're preaching the answer. Christ is the vision. That's why God gave you the vision. That's why a pastor is supposed to know the vision. He have to be able to preach the vision because the vision is the answer. Watch what it says. And the Lord answered me. And told him to write the vision, make it plain upon table, that he may run that readeth it. The vision. 
He gave him the vision. And then he told him about the vision. He said, now the vision is yet for an appointed time, verse 3. The vision is for the, the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, now you need to put that word down because I'm going to give you a, 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 a scripture in Hebrew chapter 9, verse 26. Not now. Write it down. We'll go to it in a moment. The vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, the vision shall speak. Now, that's why Paul was called into the ministry, because of God's vision. He said, at the end, the vision shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. Well, how would Paul know he had, was the one who was preaching the vision? Here it is. Behold, his soul is, which is lifted up is not upright in him. So, God going to tell Habakkuk, look, you got a problem with the soul of the people. They can't change. They got to be saved. They soul got to be changed. Christ's going to have to come and die. But at the end, the vision shall speak and not lie. Behold, his soul is lifted up. It's not upright in him. But the just, here it is again, shall live by his faith. So now God told him the answer will come, but not now. Now the apostle Paul is preaching the vision. He's preaching Christ and him crucified. Why is he doing that? Let's go to 1 Corinthians. Let me show it to you. 1 Corinthians chapter number 2 and verse 1. See, Paul's whole thing was he did not want people to be putting their faith in the wisdom of man. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse number 1. Watch what Paul is going to say. 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 1. And I, brethren, when I came to you, I came not with excellency of speech or wisdom, declaring you, watch this, the testimony of God. Now, why is that so important? Write down the word faith. Let me give you a definition of faith. Why is Paul preaching the testimony of God? Because the word faith means confidence in the testimony of another. What is the definition of faith? Confidence in the testimony of another. So if you got faith, you got confidence in the testimony of Christ. Let me say it again. To say I got faith, when I say you're saved by faith or through faith, you got faith means you have confidence in the testimony of Jesus Christ. Well, what's his testimony? He died for our sins. He was buried and God raised him from the dead. That's his testimony. So we got faith in his testimony. Not in water baptism. Not in my confession of faith. See, faith is the confidence in the testimony of another. All right. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 1, and I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. His testimony. Jesus Christ and him crucified is his testimony. I was with you in weakness and fear and much trembling. My speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man wisdom, here it is. But in demonstration of the spirit and of power. Why, Paul? Why? That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. 
Well, if my faith is going to be in the power of God, it has to be in the testimony of Jesus Christ. Faith is the confidence in the testimony of another. So if my faith is in Christ, my faith is in his death, burial, and resurrection. And, and, and I'm telling you, a lot of people have taken the word faith and, and they just name it and claiming it. Just confess it. And, but if you can believe it and confess it, you can have it. You, 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 in, you in some mess. Okay, let, let's move on. Now, uh, this stuff is so good because when you, when you can see it, you can teach it, is what makes it so awesome. All right, now, let's go back to Matthew chapter 3. I want to make sure I finish that. And I want to just trust it. I was going to go further, but I'm not going to go any further this class. In Matthew chapter number 3, watch, the, watch what the apostle Peter said in verse number 7. Matthew 3, 7. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come to his baptism, he said, O generation of vipers, who has warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Now these are the children of the devil. You have to be able to know the scripture to understand that. But he's going to say something, who has warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Now if you study Paul writing, he's going to always talk about the wrath. See, the wrath came on this generation. The, the wrath did not come on us. The wrath came on the generation that John the Baptist preached to. Let, let, me, let me show you that. Oh, remember, remember that word? Oh, generation of viper. Say it again. Oh, generation of vipers. When you study that word, old generation of vipers, you're going to take you right back. Matter of fact, you right here, let's go to chapter 12, verse 34. Matthew chapter 12 and verse 34. Let's start at verse 33. Matthew chapter 12 and verse 33. If you follow the word generation of vipers, you got to know it's not us. The wrath of God came on those people because they rejected Christ. They rejected Christ. They rejected his message. They had killed all of his prophets. Matthew chapter 12 and verse 33. That's where we're at. Matthew chapter 12 and verse 33. It says, either make the tree good and the fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and the fruit corrupt, for the tree is known by its fruit. Then he's going to say, O generation of vipers, now, generation of vipers, if you really want to know as a student, is the generation of Cain. Jesus' ministry was a fulfillment of Cain killing Abel. That's why these children, the children of Cain, was going to kill Christ, Abel, type in the shadow. All right, oh, generation of Cain, generation of vipers, generation of serpents. How can you be an evil? Speak good things. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, bringing forth good things. An evil man, out of the evil treasure of his heart, bringing forth evil things. But I say to you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give an account thereof, watch this, in the day of judgment, because that's what's going to happen when he came back. For by thy words thou shalt be justified. By thy words thou shalt be condemned. That's why they were under the confession of faith. Think about what I just said. By thy word thou shalt be justified. If they confess with their mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in their heart God raised them from the dead, then they will be saved. By their words. By their word they will be condemned. He told them if they deny him, he would deny them. See, that was not to you. You are not saved by your confession. 
All right. Now, I gave you Matthew chapter number 3. They had to flee from the wrath to come. Let's show, that, let's show you the wrath to come. Romans 5, 9. I'll give you a couple places. So Paul was telling them God's wrath is coming. He told Habakkuk it would happen at the end. Well, let's go see what's the end first. Let's go to Hebrew 9. Let's see what's the, the end come yet. Go to Hebrew chapter 9. See, people still telling you the end is going to come. That's when Jesus came. Jesus came at the end of the world. The end of the world means the end of all flesh. Hebrew chapter number 9. Hebrew chapter 9, verse 26. See, Jesus came at the end of the world. That's when he came. That's why the vision came at the end. It shall speak and not lie. Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 4. All right, here we go. Hebrew 9, 26. For then must he often, talking about Christ, have suffered since the foundation of the world, but now once, here it is, in the end of of the world. Well, what happened, Pastor, at the end of the world? Has he appeared to put away sin? Well, he died on the cross to put away sin. So that was the end of the world. See, don't let people tell you who don't know the Bible that the end of the world hadn't come yet. You, you got a Bible you can read. Did it say that? No. It said once in the end of the world. Once in the end of the world. Isn't that awesome? Hath, past tense, he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. So the end of the world has already come. That's why the vision came saying the just shall live by faith. You're not going to be able to live by the law. You can't keep the law. You got to live by faith. See, the law, the law said you got to keep the law to live. Faith says you have to live by trusting in Christ. So that's the only way you're going to live. These guys didn't believe. So he showed them what the end. Let's go back and show you uh, uh, Romans 5, 9. Let me give you a couple. Romans 5, 9 and 1 Thessalonians 1:10. Romans 5, 9. We're talking about the wrath. That's why Jesus, all the way through his message, Paul, I'm sorry, he reminded them of the wrath. So when Paul was preaching, Paul was preaching because he knew the wrath of God was coming. So he had, to, he had to finish his work. All right, Romans chapter 5 and verse number 9. I'm going to start verse 8. Can you back up one verse there? Romans 5, 8 for me. Thank you. It said, verse 8, But God commended his love toward us, died on the cross, while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Now watch the next verse. How much more then, being now justified, watch how you're justified, by his blood. So why did Christ die on the cross? To make man right with God. The word justified means to make you right with God. And yet people tell you, you get water baptized to get right with God. Or you can come over here and get right with God. They're deceiving you. They don't know the word. Somebody deceived them, now they're deceiving you. Much more than being made justified by his blood, watch this, we shall be saved from wrath through him. That's not today, that was 2,000 years ago. That's why Paul said the just shall live by faith. Faith in his blood. If you put your faith in Christ's death, death, and resurrection, you'll live. And yet man telling you you can get the Holy Spirit by water baptism. See, you've been deceived. Much more then, being now justified by blood, we shall be saved 
from wrath. Wrath ain't today. Wrath was 2,000 years ago. Through him. For if when we were enemies, were past tense enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son. You're not his enemy no more. He was talking to the people of the Old Testament Jews who crucified Christ. The end had come. He said to them in verse number 10, for if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved, saved from wrath. How were they going to be saved? By his life. They were saved by his life. That's why he had to rise from the dead. Look at Romans 4.25. That's why he rose from the dead. That's why he rose from the dead. Then we're going to look at one more, 1 Thessalonians 1 and 10. Romans chapter 4, verse 25. Watch what it says. Who was delivered? Christ was delivered over to the Gentiles, the Jews, to be killed. But he was delivered for our offense and for our sins. But he was raised again for our justification. What does that mean, Pastor? He was raised from the dead to make you right with God. You can't get rid of sin by water baptism. Well, hold it. Let me show it to you. I got one minute. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 17. Just one verse. 1 Corinthians. Chapter 1, verse 15. So you got to understand, people are telling you get water baptized, get rid of your sin. Or you can, you can take communion, uh, Passover, get rid of your sin. No, they're lying. You've been deceived. You're not believing what the Bible says. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 17. If Christ be not raised, your faith is vain and you are yet in your sins. My time is up. I thank you for yours. While we're there in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, we'll do Thessalonians next service. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 1 through verse number 4. Moreover, brothers, I declare to you the gospel, the gospel which I preach to you, which also you have received, and wherein you stand, by which also you are saved, if you keep in memory what I preach to you, unless you have believed in vain. Unless you have believed in vain. I deliver to you, first of all, that which I also received, how Christ died for our sins, according to the scripture. He was buried, God raised him again from the dead, according to the scripture. This is how you were saved. And the next verse says, he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve, he was seen of Peter. He was seen of 500 brothers at one time. He was seen of James. He was seen also, Paul says, of me who was born out of due time. So he died, buried, raised again from the dead, and he was seen, witnessed, and he stayed for 40 days after his resurrection. Jesus is alive. Base your salvation. Your faith in Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. My time is up, and the door of faith has been opened unto you. Thank you for listening to the Dora Faith Ministries podcast. I hope this message was a blessing to you, and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. If you're listening on iTunes, be sure to give us a five-star rating. Also, be sure to find us online at www.mydoorfaith.org. That's www.mydoorfaith.org. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage all the way to the 
we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.